Welcome back, everyone, to part two of our fiduciary fitness podcast, uh, Women in Investing, with Jean Dunn of T. Rowe Price. She's a vice president, insights leader. Now, Jean, you're not related to Phil Dunn, who I went to high school with, right? Middle linebacker of my football team. I am not. Dunn is a pretty oh, okay. common name. I'm just I get that question okay. a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, Phil Dunn hit like a ton of bricks. So, but um, you know, I see Jean that you are you you live in Annapolis, which is wonderful. Um, and uh, I have to say, uh, you paddleboard, which I'm terrible at paddleboarding. I, my body is not built for that. It, you guys make it look so easy. So uh, all kudos to you for being able to paddleboard because I can't even stand up on that thing for very long. You can paddleboard on your knees. That's allowed. <laughs> yes, I, I, I have learned. <laughs> Yeah, I think I paddleboard on my back. I'm, I'm more of a canoe guy, okay? Or, or a kayak. Yeah. I actually learned kayak when I was younger. So um, the, the scariest thing, though, is when you flip that kayak upside down, you have to learn how to rescue yourself. That that was uh, – I did learn how to do that, but that was scary. But uh, – <laughs> so, um, so, so part two of this uh, podcast series is uh, talking about women investing in – and, uh, you know, focusing on why plant sponsors really need to pay attention to their workforce. I mean, uh, women in the workforce, I mean, there are more women than men in the world, right? Yes. And there are more women in the workforce, right? I mean, they're what, 51%? Yes. And that's really changed dramatically over the last few decades. If you look at 1950s, only about a third of women were even in the workforce. Right now, 40% of households in America, the woman is the primary breadwinner. And and so you're right. And these things have changed pretty dramatically in a short period of time. Well, we, we talked a little bit in the last segment about how, um, you know, really women, uh, you behave differently than, than men when it comes to money. And the, and the data shows it. For our clients, for our plan sponsors that are listening to this podcast, you know, what should they focus on regarding women plan participants? There are a lot of things to think about with regards to women plan participants. I definitely think understanding those gender norms is a first uh, step. But one idea that I have is if you want to better understand and communicate with your women plan participants, a first step could be to ask their advice on how to do so. You know, and at T-Row Price, we've actually created a step-by-step guide to help you create a client advisory board. I would suggest that plan sponsors could consider creating a client advisory board comprised of women plan participants. And the reason why is because we recently conducted an eight-hour workshop, eight hours with women investors, and we discussed all aspects of their finances and their engagements with financial professionals. We actually have a list of concerns voiced by those women investors that would be great topics to discuss with the Women's Client Advisory Board. Uh, What's really interesting is the women shared that they had a lot of concerns, but at the same time, they were reluctant to voice those concerns. Oftentimes, women feel like the third wheel in financial conversations. So that's one of the reasons I think if you could actually get a group of women investors together uh, to get their feedback on how maybe you could communicate or design your plan better, I think you would um, get a lot of interesting insights. One other thing I'll share with you is, you know, we're in, a, we're, we're in this virtual environment, right? And it's really tough to communicate virtually as we just yeah. experienced. <laughs> and what's interesting is virtual feedback sessions actually have some advantages to in-person feedback sessions. We've all been in a feedback session where you have that one person in the room, that loudest voice. But if you're conducting a virtual feedback session, you can actually enable all all participants 
to provide feedback anonymously. So that helps women who are maybe reluctant to share concerns. And also, uh, all participants can vote up the best ideas that they see. So you can truly get the entire group's perspective rather than just one or two uh, voices. Well, l- let me ask this question. So so when I hear you, uh, you know, describing this, I'm thinking I'm putting my fiduciary hat on. And so, you know, as we work with um, retirement committees and fiduciaries on a plan, how would you engage, you know, a women's advisory panel like that and and not overreach or or push some fiduciary responsibility on them? Like, how would that that look in your mind? Yeah, I can understand that concern, right? Uh, The good news is, is the client advisory board is considered education. And I actually think that could be a benefit of that advisory board is it could increase the women participating in their financial literacy, their understanding of plan benefits. So um, I, I, I think that's that's an important thing to understand. You know, with that in mind, too, I know, um, uh, you know, my colleague, Elena Pearson, who is our you know wellness engagement professional, we've actually done a lot of focusing on doing educational programs geared toward women. Is that something that you encourage? Absolutely. So, you know, on the topic of financial literacy, we know there's these two thirds of women who don't consider themselves the household CFO. They want to learn more about investing, but in our research at the same time, they want to appear knowledgeable about investing. And that's a very natural human thing to do, right? Everyone wants to be the expert, not necessarily the novice. So uh, we actually created a women's money mentorship program, which empowers women to become a money mentor to a young person in their life. Could be a child, grandchild, niece, or nephew. It's a series of 12 lessons that we actually created as part of our financial literacy effort for young people overall. That's called Money Confident Kids. Uh, But what's really interesting is we know women are focused on the next generation success. And we think if if they can become empowered to become a young or, or a money mentor to a young person, we all know that when you're teaching something, you're learning as well. So we really think it's a unique approach to help increase the financial literacy, not just of women, but that next generation. So that sounds phenomenal. Um, and, and yes, it's, it's true that you learn by educating others. So as, as we wrap up this, this uh, segment on women in investing and, and how plan sponsors can positively affect their workforce, we know that productivity increases uh, with wellness. When people are financially well, then their, their productivity increases. I know there have been some challenges, obviously, um, you know, because women, like you said in the, in the first segment, they have time away if there's maternity, things like that. So uh, is there anything else that you can think, uh, you know, some uh, any other unique ways that plan sponsors can connect with women and help them as they're going back and forth in the uh, in the workforce environment? So, so the last suggestion I would share is just to create a safe space. So oftentimes you can do a educational seminar just for your women participants. We've actually created one. It's called Finding and Funding Your Why. And it's all around the non-financial aspects of finance, which actually greatly influence our choices, right? We were talking about this before. And it's helping women think about their relationship with money in a different way and encouraging them to become more involved. Because you're right, money is the number one source of stress for Americans. And if we can help all plan participants, regardless of gender, achieve financial independence, you're right, they're going to become more productive. Well, Jean, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much. Jean Dunn, CFP from T. Rowe Price. Uh, I'm Colin Clark. Thanks so much for joining us on this Fiduciary Fitness Podcast. And uh, stay tuned for the next one. Thanks, Jean. Thank you, Colin. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, 
We'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you access your podcasts. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, and SIPC. Investment advice offered through Global Retirement Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Global Retirement Partners, Washington Financial Group, a division of Hub International Mid-Atlantic and Hub International are not affiliated with LPL Financial. Global Retirement Partners, LPL Financial, Washington Financial Group, and Hub International are not affiliated in any way with the services offered by any guest on this show. Hopefully that, uh, hopefully Jeff can edit that, right? <laughs>